Welcome back to the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast in which a group of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode 178, posted March 2019. What do you smell besides corpses? Welcome back to Total Party Kill. I am your dungeon master and host, Dan Morin. And you are listening to the Dog and Pony Show as they continue their descent into the Forge of Fury. Last time, our uh, intrepid adventurers fought off a number of threats, including an insane ghost. Um, Dan, I think it's pronounced intepid. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just tepid. Tepid adventures. You also uh, did battle with such worthy adversaries as a table and a rug. So good for you guys. They were worthy. (laughs) Uh, And when we last left you, I believe our good dwarven paladin Bruldish had interposed herself between an animated suit of armor and the rest of the party, which gave the rest of the party enough breathing room to realize that there was a room full of corpses just (laughs) over their shoulders. Right there. Yeah. You know, these things, they're easy to miss. There's a lot going on in these places. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So, uh, Bruldish, I believe, did you actually like, I think you closed the door, you blocked the doorway. Did yeah. you guys close and the door on that thing? Gonna close it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah. So you've left the armor just sort of, it, it seems to settle down once you have closed the door to the, what used to be the armory in this portion. I picture it like turning around, leaning its back against the door and just like sliding yeah, like, to the floor. It's like, man, <laughs> I only get to work so much. <laughs> yep. <laughs> gonna it's take dejected. my, gonna take my break. I- mm-hmm. I still kind of think that maybe and I know I know I know there's this room full of like corpses, corpsified room. Get it? Maybe we should have Broldish look and see if there are any weapons we can use in there. I think we had this. Mm-hmm. We were debating this at the yep. end of our I mean, last. You guys could like go to that room like that's in the north. It just has like a stool in it and and close the door. And then if I open the door again, perhaps the armor won't freak out. It'll just be like, hey. How's it going? Broldish also, because you're over there, I'm just going to like finish. Sorry, I didn't quite get the last section of that room. Oh my goodness. There you go. More More, bodies. More corpses. More corpses and a couple Uh, doors that are not corpses. No corpse expense was spared. Uh Uh-uh. So, what do you guys Um, think? I'm up for it, but I don't know. No, let's go home. This is the line. (laughs) (laughs) This is the line. Yeah, this is it. eventually I'm going to buy you a drink and we're going to talk about where those lines are because (laughs) I don't feel like I have a clear understanding of it. Um, So, yeah, I mean, if you guys do want to go just like squirrel yourselves away in a separate room, I could see if that calms the. um, the, Come on, Andrew Dite. Andrew Dite and I are over here. I am a fan of not going in there yet. Uh, I mean, we've already explored this room with the stool in it, and there was nothing in it, so... Also, I can't quite tell if you can tell this on the map, but there is also one more door to your uh, directly to your north. Oh, okay. okay. Dan, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give it's us hard a little to tell, bit more. It's hard to tell where the, uh, where the mm-hmm. line yeah. is there. There it is. Okay. Sorry about that. Uh, let's check that door before we go into the corpsatorium. Is that okay, Imra? Yeah, but are, are we gonna... I don't want to go in the corpsatorium. I want <laughs> Roldish to check for weapons where the suit of armor is. Oh. Yeah, so we should do why- that, too. That's why we were suggesting that you guys hide up in that uh, room we already explored so that I can go in and hopefully the suit of armor will just let me rummage without having to block the doorway so that it gets to you guys. Mm, Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll go. I'll follow Emra's lead and go hang out in this room with a broken stool. (laughs) Emra gets whiny. Spurious gets to work like reassembling the stool. (laughs) (laughs) Like, <laughs> I would like to point out. I would really like Spurious, to say Spurious is not good. Like like IKEA is a little too advanced for Spurious. Spurious is a halfling of words and not of deeds. Um, he takes a little piece of the wood and puts it in his pocket, and it's a stool sample. Oh, uh, I was like, this, this I was like, Steve's over. not here. Are we going to get through this without someone doing that joke? Thank Guess you. Not. So uh, thank you, Elavor. leans himself up against the wall and, and announces that he is taking a nap. <laughs> Fair. Um, I'm going to have Anderday kind of stand by the door and listen in case Broldish screams for help. Shout. Yeah, Anderday will probably hear it better than the rest of you. No offense. Uh-oh. Not okay. that Broldish would scream, but like if she shout. hollers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Important semantic distinction. 
Very, very. very. Okay. So once they uh, they are, are hidden away, I will open the door okay. and see what reaction like, I get from I, them. You open the door and like <laughs> the air armor is standing literally on the other side of the door. Just like, <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, um, it doesn't but is seem. It moving? What's that? It's not moving. It doesn't seem to be currently moving. Like it is, mm-hmm. it is uh, standing in a way that you feel like a suit of armor that was like just an empty suit of armor probably wouldn't, <laughs> because mm-hmm. it seems to still be like upright and like you know it's got like its arm like raised, but it doesn't seem to like. If anything, it looks a little like dejected when it's used. <laughs> like it's just like oh well, I'm not just gonna you, hurt huh? you. I get that a lot. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is there room for me to sort of move past it into the room? Yeah, it doesn't seem that interested in, in interacting with you or hurting you in any way. So you can like edge around it. Okay. And it kind of just then, does the thing where like its head like swivels to watch okay, that's you. Creepy. But yeah. <laughs> mm. All right. Uh, then I am going to search the room. All right. Do you want me to roll perception, investigation? I'm not looking for anything in particular. Just something something useful that's not rusted and rotted. I would roll perception. Okay. Oh, that's not bad. Um, How's everyone doing over here in the stool room? Everyone, everyone cool? <laughs> Elvor, how are you? I'm fine. I got a 19. <laughs> uh, all right. So you pick your way up and down the uh, the aisles here. There are rows of empty weapon racks. Um, there are you know a dozen or more stands that probably used to contain armor. Mm-hmm. And the floor is littered with debris, but really, you poke through, and it seems like this place has been looted a long time ago, um, either by the orcs, by later on by the Duragar. Maybe it's hard to tell, but it doesn't <laughs> seem like there's anything of value or of really any utility left. Okay, and there's no like false back to any of the shelves or anything like that where something could have been hidden. Certainly that not that you have discovered. Um, yeah, okay. there. You feel pretty confident with your expertise in like dwarven mm-hmm. stonework and the like. That if there were a secret here, you would have found it. Okay. All right. Then I am going to um, exit the room, turn around, give the give the um, the suit of armor like a friendly wave. Thank, <laughs> it thanks. gives you like a reek, reek, squeaky wave, and then <laughs> oral crown, <laughs> poor suit oral of armor, crown. and then gently close the door <laughs> in its face. And that suit of armor will live on forever. <laughs> Live? And then I will then I will uh, go up to the door and give a little, you know, knock. Are you going to go up and pretend to be an animated suit of armor to scare all your friends? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that hilarious. No, Broldish is, is a little more uh, dour than that. So how does Broldish think a suit of armor knocks on a door? <laughs> <laughs> clonk, clonk, clonk. <laughs> clang, clang, clang actually, goes a trolley. That's pretty much how Broldish knocks on a door as <laughs> yeah, well. So no, maybe Broldish, maybe have you Broldish, secretly been a, a suit yeah. of armor this whole time? You have to tell us <laughs> if we a, ask. I guess it's not a secret anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to look in this door? Right. Uh, I think maybe you do. Androdite should listen. At the door. Yeah, Androdite. yeah, Androdite will listen. All right, what does Androdite, Androdite get for perception? Um, let's see. Androdite's gonna roll the blue. Oh, crud! I didn't pull up her character sheet. Hang on. I'm pretty sure she gets like a plus twelve to uh, perception. I think yeah. twelve is accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Uh, sixteen. All right. Uh, sixteen. She Hi. sniffs and noses at the door. It kind of gives like a distasteful, like wrinkles her nose, but there doesn't seem to be any alarm. Okay. All right. Well, um, want me to open it? Yeah. I'll have and oops. Yeah, I'll have Androdite back off a little. All right. I will. The squares are not perfectly lined up That's here, fine. so I'll just sort of put myself literally in the doorway. But I'd like to state that I'm on this side of it before, okay. as I open the door. As you open it, revealing the corpsatorium annex uh, with, <laughs> with more corpses in it. There were so now, many with more corpses. <laughs> Dan, I'm concerned about you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Would, uh, let's see here. Hmm. Since you're searching this room, presumably you're searching this room. I'm going in. Okay. Uh, So you sort of see, you know, again, some orc and dwarf corpses clearly having engaged in battle at some point in the past. There's a lot of, you know, broken uh, old weapons and the like, but nothing of any value. Once again, I will sort of arrange the the dwarven bodies as nicely as I can mm-hmm. quickly and say some prayers to Hela. <clears throat> Let them rest in peace, et cetera, et cetera. And I uh, spit on the goblet or the uh, orc corpses. As nice. usual, so. <laughs> 
From it, a flower grows. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. All right. Everybody out. This is a new power. Uh, that ain't right. All right. So, all right. I guess so it looks like there's a, a lot of doors off this corpsatorium over here. Yeah. yeah so uh, are me. you heading into that room to the uh, to the east there? Yeah. Let's go into Mr. Megorium's deadly corpsatorium. <laughs> I think it's time. Um, I'm, Andrew Day and I are going to move a little bit closer and we're going to do a perception check. Well, I mean, Andrew Day does. <laughs> Okay. Uh, she got a 23 just to see if there's anything she hears or smells besides corpses. Well, I'll let you know what you said. So, alarming. What do you smell besides corpses? Yeah. <laughs> it's really kind of overpowering. It's, it's pretty pervasive, right? Uh, I mean, these corpses are old, right? Yeah. I mean, so they're you pretty get desiccated. Well, it's it's an aged corpse smell. It's been finely, finely aged. <laughs> Dan? Uh, Fineless, finest like, like barrels. a fine corpse. <laughs> uh, the hallway opens in a large, uh, wide open chamber. Three doors open to it, and there's a dark pool filling a stone low, low stone basin in the center. The chamber is littered with the remains of old warriors. Seven dwarf corpses lie where they fell a hundred years ago, surrounded by the remains of at least a dozen orc warriors. The, dre- the dead have been stripped of their arms and armor. Only a handful of broken weapons and shattered shields remain. Has Anna um, been freaking out about this room at all? I mean, we've been she's kind of become inured to the corpses at this point. <laughs> Fair. So okay. I'm. I think I'm going to turn to Broldish and ask, like, what do you want to do? Because this, I mean, this is. Um, these I are think your I people. Wanna, I would. I would like to move the dwarf corpses to, if assuming they don't like jump off the floor Anime. and start attacking us. Blah blah blah. Uh, I would like to um, begin arranging the dwarf corpses, like you know, put them in sort of one corner of the room, and everybody else want to, you know, can loot the bodies of the. Uh, of the goblins or the orcs, I will, you know, respectfully go through the pockets of the dwarves. <laughs> Just I will respectfully sure, loot. As we, How do well, you do that? You, know, you pat them saying, down going like, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. not necessarily taking anything, you know, it depends on what we find. Because, we, you know, maybe some of them would have like, a, you know, a, a note. <laughs> Three or... copper. Screw this. <laughs> I don't, yeah, maybe, I don't need maybe to take they have money. like a letter of things they need to, do, you know, yeah, have sure, grocery list. Well, Dan, Dan <laughs> if you don't finish their business, they can't move on. If we don't get this guy, you know, dwarf <laughs> brand checks mix, you know, his spirit will roam. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there could be like a side fetch quest here that we would just miss if I didn't loot the, uh, the bodies of these dwarves. That'd One corpse fun. does have an exclamation point over its head. <laughs> all right, I'll do that one third. Uh, all right, so you, Bruldish, takes the time to lay mm-hmm. these dwarves to rest. The rest of you, I don't know, pile the orcs in a heap. I don't know what I you're doing. Do. I, I think we kind of just sweep them to the side. I mean, okay. like, I don't need to. Def- I mean, I feel like. We don't need to defile bodies. It's, you know, just, <laughs> you don't need to. <laughs> well, I don't feel compelled to, but it that, would be nice. That to would be weird useful. if you felt compelled to. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you kind of do a desultory uh, investigation. Uh, it Again, it doesn't seem like any of these bodies have anything of value on them. Uh, whatever there was, whatever, you know, there's the uh, broken weapons and the like, but anything of value was probably taken a long time ago. No, like love letters or... There is a first edition trading cart. Um, (laughs) Black Lotus. Mickey Mantle. (laughs) Oh, we went to different places. (laughs) I was was with you, Tony. (laughs) It was actually the the literal card I was going to say. So so it looks like there are three doors off this room. Would you like door number one, door number two, or door number three? I don't actually know doors. You don't have to go through any of these. That's fine. You can go back. Well, we should also maybe look in this pool. Like, is yeah. it empty? Is it, there's gross water, uh, I think, brackish water at the yeah, bottom. There's so sort of, there's water in that. Yeah, there's the brackish water. There's not a lot. You, um, you'll, if you, you know, look back, you've been in a room kind of like this before where you first yep. came into this area and you suspect like that, this was sort of a uh, central part of the residential complex for this part of the forge. So this was probably a communal watering hole of some sort, but it has clearly not been maintained in well repair. Um, so, yeah. These dead dwarves have really let it go. Yeah, they don't tie the room together at all. Mm-mm. I got a 13 to perception. Do I notice anything about kind of this well area or the well, water besides what's already been described? Thank, thank you. Thank you well, actually. Um, <laughs> DM splaining. Which is not as good a movie as Love, actually. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, not much. <laughs> it, it seems like it's kind of uh, gross and, yeah, definitely fetid uh, and not in the good way. <laughs> With an I, not me. Thanks for the clarification. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay, is second to get there. <laughs> uh, okay, um, should we try the, the northernmost door? Sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. down. Yeah. All right. Androdite. <clears throat> Go get him, pup. Pup, pup, pup. <laughs> uh, Androdite got an 11. Uh, again, um, doesn't seem to, she doesn't seem to have any sort of strong reaction. Probably more corpses. All right. Okay. Uh, um, I will open the door and peek through. A winner is you. More corpses slash broken furniture and graffiti left by... Graffiti. I know the worst. (sighs) All right. Someday I'm going to make it my mission to come back and like actually clean up this place, but... (laughs) That's, today is not that is that day. Be a great. That's that's like season seven girl dishes. She retires just, to the forge yeah, of fury. Can we do that as a montage? We don't have to do that room by room. Yeah. Oh. oh, I was you know I wasn't thinking of making you guys help. I'm just you know in between adventures or something that'll be, okay. that'll be what, my my long term side quest is just to come back and scrub walls in between in between adventures. Anything else going on in this room besides um, death? Not much. Destruction. Nope. Okay. okay. Now let's move on. Uh, should we just do? A, other people want to do a quick perception check in yeah. case there is any items that my perception um, is not great. I'm just sort of looking right. at it with a dwarf's Spurious eye view. We'll go into the room and uh, and do a quick perception check. Spurious is also not great. Bloop. Spurious oh. is pretty distractible. I got a 19. I've this Ooh. this new die. I got I got a seven. Nice. Still pretty. Still rolling well. Uh, yeah. Not much else to be seen in here. Uh, okay. It seems like it pretty much is just. You know, remains of this chamber. This day. This day. The day. The remains of the day. <laughs> so I'll have a really bad day. Check the next door to the south. Oh, hang on. Eighteen. Uh, uh, yeah, she kind of you know looks at it and sniffs and doesn't seem like there's uh, <laughs> anything that has alarmed her in that door either. She is okay. so Pretty desensitized similar. to corpses at yeah. this point. I know. Yeah. Like, in a few doors, she'll be smoking a cigarette. Well, yeah, well, I seem <laughs> some I share corpses in my day. <laughs> if a dog could shrug, yeah. How does she smoke a cigarette with a paw? I am so confused. <laughs> Years of practice. Oh God. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> all right, I will uh, open this one. Once again, some oh dead orcs, some dead dwarves. Um, mm-hmm. This dwarf fought valiantly. Looks like he killed three or four orcs there. Uh, but yeah, I thought you said the dwarf fought valiantly. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh man, mimic, mimic, Another mimic. <laughs> no, we didn't ask. Should have. Yeah, I didn't think. Who wants to uh, perceive some stuff in this room? <laughs> I'm going to perceive right. some stuff in this room. I'll, uh, I got do a five. My, my laying the dwarf to rest, etc. I'll check that room a little bit quickly. Oh, Dan, I got a critical (sighs) on checking that room. And with that critical, you find, sadly, nothing other than what you have seen. But you are very confident that there is nothing of value in in here. Yeah, I feel good about that. Okay. All right. At the final door that I'm aware of, Androdite rolled a 12. Okay. Um, She looks at it. And this time you do get the idea that she mm-hmm. has like heard something that is not present in the rest of the rooms that she has listened to. Like, obviously, she's not terribly specific about it, but she seems to like <laughs> paw at the door a little bit. Emra, Emra, I think there's something yeah. back there. Timmy's <laughs> in the well. <laughs> no, we already to... did the well. Oh, okay. Does somebody want to check this door for traps before I before I go opening it? Just because Bellman her will. reaction was different. Is that a sleight of hand? No, it's nope. perception. Straight which is up. Why perception. I don't want to yeah, do it. Straight up perception. That's a sixteen for Bellaman. All right, Bellaman pokes, prods, looks at it, kind of looks around, and declares confidently that there are no traps on this door. Right. I declare confidently there are no traps on this door. Do you want me to open it then? I mean, you can open it if you want. I just think I have the highest armor class in case. Uh, something yeah, jumps out. you have the highest armor class. I will gladly step aside. All right, I'm gonna let Broldish open the door. All right. This so, time I'm more slowly sort of like peeking around the corner. 
As I open it. All right. So you open this door. Uh This room was once a library or a study. Bookshelves stands against the walls and piles of books rest on a reading table in the middle of the room. The air reeks of moldy paper. Doors exit to the northeast and south. A beautiful woman with long black hair sits in a chair at a table looking extremely sad. Her clothing, though well-worn, does little to detract from her appearance. Wow, adventure. You're very pejorative in that way. (laughs) Uh, Jeez. This woman jumps up as soon as she hears the door open and you see her sort of her face lights up as she sees you and she says, thank goodness you've got to help me. Mm, uh, Dan, what manner of creature was the woman? She's a what manner of creature? Well, like, is he a human, (laughs) a dwarf, an elf, a ghost? She she appears to be a human woman. Mm, I think that's short for ghost. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Before I step into the door, I say... How can we help you? I, I, I've been imprisoned here by some insane wizard. I just, I just want to go home and get out of here. What year do you think it is? What year does Braldish think it <laughs> Who's is? The president? <laughs> Who's the president of what? Wait, are you going to make the dungeon master figure out? Dungeon master's the worst. <laughs> what year is it now? you can always just say she says a year that's 40 years before now uh she says uh um sorry i i don't know i've lost track of time i've been here for so long totally Uh, a normal thing for a not ghost to say uh it's not like there are (laughs) calendars here how long have you been 17 a long time I, t- sorry, I turn sorry, around just, to my friends and say, "This is all out of character." Tony's Tony's ghost alarm has gone off. Spurious. Eh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what does a ghost alarm sound like? Ooga, ooga. Well, so wait, she's she's human. That's the thing that ha- that that yes. gets me. I'm suspicious of the fact that whether she's a ghost or not, this is yeah. a, a dwarven stronghold that's been overrun by orcs. What is a random human lady doing here? I guess you'll have to ask. I her. ask her, "Why were you here in the first place?" this i told you there's this mad wizard he wanted to use me for some sort of experiment or study on on prolonging his life i i don't know he was he seemed totally insane does that ring a bell to us um oh what was his name his name was arendil that does ring a bell doesn't it uh let me do a history check spurious is pretty well I, we have heard that traveled. name i know we have i just can't remember where 22 yeah i think spurious. you recently heard that name in the um there was the study with the rug in it oh, oh yes that's right i remember the rug and you had some suspicions i believe that the the ghost you encountered <sighs> might have been that wizard I remember making a Princess Bride joke. Uh, I just sucked one year of your life away. So I think that has something to do with this. That's that's my only touchstone right now. I believe you did. Okay. Um, Do you want me to go in the room, guys? I say quietly to my friends. Uh, Let's just shut the door and go home. There's two more doors in there. There's doors off that room. We need those doors. For the doors, I think we should do it. All right. Yep, I'm gonna, um, can I, like, not, like, I don't want to be, like, pointing an arrow at her with my bow, but I also don't trust the situation. I don't want to not be pointing. (laughs) You can have an arrow knocked cautiously without Mm -hmm. pointing it in her direction. One in the chamber. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm gonna... I'll step across the threshold and see if, like, she turns into a, a, a raving. A rug. Yeah. <laughs> or, yes. Not a rug, no. Even worse. She lies like a rug. Um, I miss the trees. <laughs> I don't like this dungeon. Yeah, so she doesn't seem to change at all. She's like, oh, just, she looks very thankful. Just Thank you so much. I, I think the wizard, he lives somewhere below this level, or what, what's left of him does. I, I don't... We might have already taken care of that for you. The door is open here. I stand aside. If you would like to go home, you're welcome to. I, I would, but I, I don't know that I can make it all the way back out of here by myself. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a That's particularly fair. adept, bold adventurer such as yourself. All right, flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> 
Look, um, if, if just one of you would be willing to, you know, escort me or to stay here with me for a little while longer while the rest of the, the party makes sure this, this wizard mm. is dead, because I don't want to go out. Elevore? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I'm taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Take a nap in here. <laughs> Let's um, absolutely not split the party, but Elevore, if you want to take a nap in here. <laughs> I am suspicious that the the person we encounter in this horrible corpsatorium wants us to split the party. Spurious is now suspicious. This is not just Tony being suspicious. We've elevated up one level. <laughs> <laughs> the next level, the character that Spurious plays. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go in the room. Androdite and I will go in the room. And uh, did you tell us your name? Oh, I'm so sorry. I, these, it's been a long time since I've had anybody to talk to. My name is Yadala. We also haven't told her our names, so we're also rude. Uh, Spurious Whisperface at your service. Bard extraordinaire. And he doesn't flourish. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's... <laughs> I haven't had any entertainment in, in so long. All I have is these books. And you'll be sick of me in minutes. And he plays, <laughs> plays a little note. Everybody nods. <laughs> that's a feature, not a bug. <laughs> I'm Bellaman. Nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you too. Oh, so it's so good to have company once again. I have been trapped in here for so long. All right, I think I am going to use one of my spell slots to activate my divine sense. Okay. So as an action, I can detect good and evil uh, until the end of my next turn. I can sense anything oh, nice. affected by the hallow spell, know the location of any celestial fiend undead within sixty feet that's not behind total cover. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah interesting so okay does that have any uh checks on or that's just like automatic that's just automatic i'm a paladin <laughs> well <laughs> all right so uh you know oh dear okay uh this lady <laughs> evil uh-huh. <laughs> this lady also a fiend <laughs> Okay. What is a fiend exactly? Uh, I can't tell you more than that. You know that uh, it is a like. So basically, just the divine sense tells you the type of creature, celestial fiend or undead, but not its identity. Correct. So uh, you can tell that this is definitely yeah. a fiend. I know of her some location sort. for sure. Yeah, she is right <laughs> in front of you. Um, I rolled a sixteen to a history check. Does her name ring any bells for me? No, you you okay. haven't heard any name of the name Adala before. Doesn't ring any bells. Okay. Um. Hmm. Okay. Um. Does anyone know what a fiend is? Like canonically. Yeah, I mean, you I would all some, know. I think it's some kind of devil. Yeah, a devil, a demon, some kind like that, some sort okay. of um, creature of e- like born of evil that would be yeah. summoned or otherwise exist on like a different plane of. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, I. But Broldish hasn't told us this yet. No, no that's correct. No, nor do I have a good way also, of how telling you. you. How do you? How do you inconspicuously mention? I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure the <laughs> crap. We what are you hand, doing? We here? did not have a hand signal set up ahead of time for fiend. Dang it! Um, mm-hmm. Can you roll flags? Oh, I think, think I think I'm going to attack her in the face, and that's going to be your signal, <laughs> too. <laughs> because Broldish. Oh yeah, that'll do. Uh, are you? I love the part where we all clustered into the room around her. Yep. Yep. Can you roll <laughs> a? Before you do that for me, can you roll a sure. deception? To yes. uh, just this, this may not go well. Just to, to see out. how well, like you actually don't give away that you've tweaked to this. Uh huh. Sixteen. Oh yeah, you are you. You play it cool, like you noticed it, but you yeah. don't let on in any way that you have figured this out. And so she's just still looking you kind of plaintively, like, "I just I need your help to get out of here." Uh, I say. <laughs> You know what? I can see that you do need our help to get out of here. Oh, that's so great. we are going to help you. Thank you so much. And as a bonus action, I cast Divine Favor on myself, which um, means that until the spell ends, my weapon attacks deal an extra 1d4 radiant damage on a hit. Ouch. And then I attack her in the face with my axe. <laughs> Broldish, what are you doing? All right. Wait, so give me what? the attack roll and then we'll do initiative. Sure. Oh, yeah, and then I would, of course, have to shift forward to attack her in the face. I step forward. Yes, we are going to help you. put you. out one hand, and then just the axe comes down. Yep. Um, so, that's a plus I'll, I'll, so that's I'll a 21. Now. <laughs> 21. All righty. That is probably going to hit. 
this fiend. Yep, no problem there. Uh, how much damage is that going to do? Okay, so regular damage is eight regular damage plus three radiant. All right, so 11 total damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, will tell I don't know if Radiant does any extra to Fiends, but... I will tell you, you do not believe it does. Darn! So, all right, so you're... Uh, you land this attack, and she kind of looks startled um, as you slash into her. Um, I will also say... I mean, say, I would, too. Uh, <laughs> you probably do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let, me, let me think about this for one second. Does the divine favor change the nature of your damage other than adding radiant damage? Um, it doesn't... It doesn't, doesn't make your attack say. magical, for example. No, just attack, weapon attacks deal an extra right. 1d4 radiant your, damage. On your the- weapon is not a magic axe. It is just a standard axe. Correct. All it's right. not standard. Sorry. It's, it's, it's better not, than that. It's, it's a very but it powerful, magical. but it is not particularly, mm-hmm. it is not magical. Uh, yeah. So you did eight from that, right? Yeah. And you did three additional radiant damage. Correct. Okay. So I'm going to say that you do, uh, so you notice that the axe you feel like doesn't quite yeah, do as much damage as you'd like. But the mm-hmm. radiant damage, I will say, seems to do... I'm just going to say that does full radiant damage. Okay. Um, all right. Let's roll initiative, shall we? Um, oh, Brian. I rolled Conan, pretty low where? as well. But that's okay, because I, <laughs> I feel like I took my first action. Succubus. Wow. I got a crit. Mm-hmm. And I also nice. yell, she's a fiend. Kill her. Again. Oh, okay. Is is that like a friend? (laughs) I'm a Uh, poor speller. Crap. Roll this, roll this, enunciate. We (laughs) roll this. We did voice lessons over the last extended rest. Uh, Imra, you got 24. Uh Spurious, I let me see who else. 23. I got a five. Okay. So Broldish has five. Spurious has 23. Mm -hmm. Wow, nice job. Unfortunately, I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. Um, and I think we're just having Elevore sit out so that we don't have you to. You could have the Elevore, you could have Elevore cast cantrips or something. Uh, Talk yeah, that would require me to have all of his oh, <laughs> character sheet at my discretion, got, which I don't easily gotcha. do. I know he creates fire. That's, uh, <laughs> uh I'll see what I can yeah. do when it comes around. Let me, I'll, I'll add him. We'll see. Uh, all right. Let's say Imra, you are going to go first. Okay, I'm going to look at Broldish and be like, I'm trusting Fiend. you. Fiend. And um, I point. I'm going to... I'm going to move around the desk to her other side. And I'm going to hit her with my longsword. Okay. 12. Uh, a 12 will not hit a succubus. Okay. Uh, all right, Spurious. Spurious is going to keep his distance and do a vicious mockery, which we mm-hmm. now know uh, will does uh, disadvantage. So I unleash a string of insults. You, you live in a dungeon next to a bunch of corpses. That's super gross. No one thinks you're cool. No one. Harsh but fair. <laughs> so uh, wisdom save. Yeah. And we determined that's not DC 10, actually, for some reason. No, I don't higher. know why. I mean, that's what it starts at. My spell save is 13. 13. All right. So she's got to make a wisdom save. Sorry, no, it's not a save. Uh, she get, Yeah, she gets a nine. <laughs> so she takes two psychic damage. And has disadvantage to attacking people was the big thing. And she has disadvantage. That is nice. Awesome. Uh, all right, and that's good because it is the succubus's turn. Um, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Uh, Bruldish, since you're the one. Oh yeah. Uh, let me see here. I'm all up in her grill. You're up in her grill. Can you make? A uh, wisdom saving throw for me, please. Oh, God, she's going to try and, like, seduce you, Broldish. <laughs> <laughs> wisdom saving throw, okay. This is going to be real bad if Broldish is suddenly on her 17. side, I realize. What did you get? Wow. 17. Oh, okay. So you That's see her, she, like, clearly tries to do something to you, like, 
you know, it just gives you like a mm-hmm. like a look. <laughs> uh, <laughs> come hither. Yeah, but <laughs> you're you are so sure your faith in Hela mm-hmm. is so strong, and you yeah. know that that she is evil uh, mm-hmm. that it does not. It just sort of rebounds off of you. It doesn't seem to have any effect. I uh, growl at her, and that is unfortunately her turn. So oh. we will. Uh, All right, fine. move to Elavor, who uh, will pop. Inside the room, be like, "Oh, what's going on?" Dan, Dan that is not what Elavor sounds. Yeah, what's going on? Some very different. I can't Elevore. do my Elavor voice. Sorry, I I apologize. Uh, Dan, you, Dan, in editing, we'll just piece together Elavor's dialogue from episodes of no, Popwise. We will not. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, can he, Our next can topic he... comes to us from the Succubus. Thirty minutes spell slot <laughs> attack uh, is right, So like. he will attempt to shoot some poison. Uh, at her, and she will have to make a constitution save, uh, which she doesn't, and she will take eight poison damage. Which does she look like she be, takes all of that? Yeah, it does look like that is unmitigated. So hmm. yeah, she like coughing as like obnoxious plume of gas hits her right in the face. Bruldish. All right. Um, I'm. <laughs> I don't have any magic weapons, so I'm just going to try to attack her again. But my divine favor is still going on. So okay. if I hit... Oh, I crit. That's nice. nice. Yay. Okay. okay. So I don't double the... I don't believe you double your radiant divine die. radiant okay. damage. All right. So regular damage. That is 12. All right. And... One, one little radiant. Okay. All right. So you hit her in the face. She looks upset by that. Uh, again, your axe doesn't seem to do as much damage as you'd like, um, but it still seems it never to do, does. Still seems to do plenty of axe damage. <laughs> uh, all right. You lied to us. That's rude. <laughs> I didn't lie to you Those about good everything. Or did I? <laughs> Bellman, you're up. Uh, if. I am aiming for her above Broldish, and would I be impeded for Magic Missile? Nope. Magic Missile doesn't. Also, I think Magic Missile specifically can't be impeded. Magic Missile never misses. Yeah. Cool. That's Uh, in the terms and conditions. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, darn, I signed those. No one reads Uh, I'm I'm gonna do Magic Missile. It's annoying, though, when the spell prints out, like, a long scroll that you have to carry around. (laughs) It's like a CVS receipt. Uh, I'm going to do Magic Missile and see if it's magical enough for damaging this succubus that's 12 force damage indeed it uh your little magical uh darts zip out and do plenty of damage she takes those all and sort of shudders as the bolts hit her she looks angry ow ow hey what is my regret this Uh, i don't think so all right we're around imra um i'm going to step back and I'm going to say, what are you really doing down here? Does your stepping back involve, did you take the disengage action? Yeah, I'm not going to, okay, I'm you're not, not going to attack her. Uh, that fool Arundel summoned me to try and uh, master even darker arcane arts. Well, let's just say that he lived to regret it. Hmm. <laughs> uh okay okay let's see here uh spurious uh spurious is going to i think when we have a solo creature like this maintaining vicious disadvantage on it is the way to go so um haha you got beat by a wizard what kind of fiend are you seriously what kind of fiend are you i don't know how this works (laughs) (laughs) uh she rolled an eight so she does not save. She takes that point of psychic damage and still maintains disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I am Idala, a most powerful succubus. You, you, but you live here. Well, you know, I do, I mean, times I just, are hard you, all over. <laughs> do you think you're living up to your potential? How do your parents feel about this? Oh wow, this is gone. This is gone deeper wow. than vicious mockery. This is pull up a chair, have a let's, little counseling like, session. Let's let's work this out. Like oh, I think, man. I think we could all become better people from this. <laughs> 
Are you like sitting down on a like chair backwards and flipping oh, yeah. your hat I around? Oh yeah, Swerius just turned his hat, which he was only just put on backward. <laughs> Let's get real in our fantasy world. <laughs> <laughs> Too real, uh, Spurious, Why don't you make for me a uh, no. d- a wisdom saving throw? <laughs> All right. I'm not great at these. Four. No. Uh, you actually find that the succubus is, you know, you feel bad about what you just said to her. I really and do. And you really it feel like you harsh. need to apologize. Um, and so uh, she tells you that you're going to move a step closer to her. You're just, mm. You just feel drawn into mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Look, we can work this out. And I step closer. I have regrets. What's um, happening? But that is the extent of her turn right now. Uh, it's Elevore's turn. That poison spray thing seemed to work really well last time. So he'll do that again. Uh, less damage this time. But let's see if she can make her saving throw. Not She's not particularly constitutional. Nope, she doesn't. She takes two damage. All right, uh, Bruldish, you've just seen Spurious move a little closer. He looks kind of dazed to you, but you're also... Yeah, I mean, he's, he always looks a little kind of fit. Um, so. Do I th- recognize what's happening to him, or... Uh, you can give me an Arcana roll as a free okay. action, if you like. Seven. Wait, is that a plus one or a minus one? Oh, that's a minus one. Okay, 15. Hmm. You just feel like maybe he seems like he feels really bad about it. Maybe Spurious okay. is turning over a new leaf. <laughs> it's been a long That's day, fine. everybody. I, I'm I'm very focused on uh, yeah. on the fiend anyway, so I think I'm just going to continue my uh, my axing. Okay, I'm axing. No questions. Uh, but then I miss because that was a terrible punch. So there's a three. That's uh, not gonna, okay, uh, so yeah, you swing an axe at her, but you're kind of distracted. Nine. Yeah, mm-hmm. not enough. Uh, Bellman. Hi, Billy Mays here for Magic Missile. This time it's going to be at second level. I feel uh, like Spurious just walked into my elbow room, and that's why I'm not <laughs> swinging. Is but the key is Spurious can go right under even a, even a dwarf. I don't actually know if that's true. A relative size of dwarf. Versus so Bellman tosses that's an eleven plus four. Uh, eleven plus four. So that's uh, fifteen. Oh, it does fifteen. Wow. Well, it's so it's I. Uh, it looks like I, I cast it at first level, and then higher level cast was for more force damage because I cast it at second level. Oh, okay. So does that does that sound closer to you? Uh, I have no idea. It no, it does know that you cast it at higher level, but I can't tell from the uh, roll twenty what it thinks you cast it at. So you're saying uh, I I told it um I, I told it second level. Okay. So is there a reason it's I'm just not clear why it's it's it should do another Less four on top of that or. Damage? Uh, no, I, I said cast it second. Let's see what happens. Uh, this well, yeah, is what did you do the first time? Let's, because it did more um, damage. I, I did it level one, and that did 12 force damage. I did you, it at you, second level this time. I, did, I mean, at this time, you rolled a two, a three, and a three, oh, basically. I see, gotcha. So I think it, was, it had the potential to do more. But I was curious as to why it doesn't do 11, you're saying? It does more than that? or uh, it, it says higher level cast four, and then magic missile 11 force so let's sounds see. good 15 damage from magic missile as you plunk a bunch of darts into her she looks not great um she sort of staggers under the the blows from the magic missile imra you've disengaged but you also saw spurious just sort of weirdly walk closer to her you don't really know what's going on but you don't I feel like imra like would have feel- a better chance of noticing that than yeah imra <laughs> actually give me an arcana roll with advantage you're an elf right i am my arcana is not great yeah. though um, so that first one is a 17. That one's a four. All right. I would say, you know, as an elf, I believe you're immune to charm effects. Um, so yes. you would probably recognize in others when someone has been charmed. You feel pretty confident that she has charm spurious and that if he if she's making him walk closer, nothing good is going to come of that. Okay, so. Uh, yeah. Emma's done asking questions. <laughs> like I thought I'd give her the benefit of a, the doubt and see if I could if we could come to a graceful resolution here. I don't know why I ever try that. It never works. <laughs> I'm going to shout someday it Spurious will. has been charmed and then I'm going to um move toward her again and pull out my longsword. Well, I never like put it away, but um so this is a 17. All right, so you dig that. That hits. It connects with the longsword. You do a bash right in there. 
What kind of damage? Okay, and have? I w- would like to note that it is a longsword plus I'm one. Aware. Mm. Okay, just just so we're all on the same page. Just saying. And I rolled a zero, so that is two <laughs> two points of damage. How did you roll a zero? D ten. No, that's oh, ten. Oh my god! <laughs> wow! I was like, that, I'm going back to terrible. bed. That was a roller coaster ride. Yeah, Aline, someone sent you sold, sold you some bum dice. Uh, all right, so that's a ten plus. What is your mod? Two. All right, so twelve damage. So twelve. Yeah. And you know what? Great job. You dig. You are you are so enraged at watching your friend get charmed that you basically. Slash her right down with your magical longsword, and just you just murder her spot on. <laughs> Spurious' face gets splashed with blood, and he starts out looking horrified, like his best friend just got murdered. And then he just looks really confused for a second, and then kind <laughs> oh, of relieved. Friend. Wait, wait, my friend? No, my fiend! <laughs> hey, pesky R's getting in there where they don't belong. All right, so you have killed the succubus. Falls to the ground. Dead. Well done. That uh, was pretty excellent. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> no, I really did not really counted on that divine sense thing for the paladin. That really short good circuits job, that paladin. whole integration. Yeah, that's uh, why we brought you. All right. So, <laughs> I've used that several times before, and it has never done any good. This, I am this was so the pleased. Time. <laughs> Guy, hey, everybody, I think we learned a lesson here about prejudging people, because that lady was totally not a ghost. Uh, <laughs> makes, makes you think. Yeah. Mm, does it? Yeah, yeah, it does. I'm thinking right well, now. I feel like not a lot makes me think. Um, I start <laughs> rifling through papers on the desk. All right. So a lot of these also, papers. I bet, a fiend, I bet a fiend is loaded. Let's check her purse. <laughs> a lot of these uh, books are kind of old and moldering. Some of them, when you open them up, the pages just disintegrate. Um, they seem to be pretty much uh, mundane tomes for the most part. Any magical books have probably been removed. The shelves are quite dusty. Uh, there's nothing in particular in this room that draws your attention, uh, but you will notice that there are uh, a couple other uh, doors leading off of this room, one to the east and one to the south. All right. No secret I drawers rolled... on the desk, like none, compartments. None that you have found. You're, you are welcome to roll perception. Let's, uh... I rolled a 19. I rolled a 1. Yeah. So Imra rifles through pretty much everything and she checks for secret apartments. Doesn't find any in here. Okay. Uh, Spurious rolled a six. Sure Ooh. looks like there's some Spurious trash is in still here. a little out of it from that yeah. whole interaction there. Wipe the blood out of your eyes. Oh, huh. I thought that was ketchup. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, does does she, the fiend corpse have anything nope, useful? Nope, doesn't seem to have any possessions really at all what? on her. Okay. What's she getting money of- for? She's been stuck down here for a while. I know, but what's the part of being a devil if you don't get paid? It just seems <laughs> it's not a good deal, man. Yeah, mm. it's like you know. All right, let's uh, All right. let's open up these doors, and either nothing will happen, or we'll have a great cliffhanger. South or or let's. I, think, I feel phone? like we we always start at the top and work our way clockwise. Sure, Androdite <laughs> here, buddy. Androdite. Um, she got uh, fourteen to perception. Uh, she does not seem to hear anything. Okay. I All like right. it. Everyone shrug. All right. Then uh, so you open, it? open up that yeah. door. Uh, this room appears to be a bedchamber that was attached to Elephant. the library. Uh, <laughs> it's very stuffy. There is mold growing in places. There's like an old bed that Elevore runs in and sleep- flips clearly. Sleeping in here. <laughs> mold goes everywhere. Yeah. Spores everywhere. That oh, kind guys, of thing. guys, Spurious has allergies. <laughs> Back away. <laughs> All right. uh, does, Ele- uh, does Elevore find anything in the bed? Yeah, why doesn't Elevore do a quick perception check, somebody else to do a perception check, and then let's go south. I will also ch- percept. I got a 22. Whoa. Yeah, so did uh, so did Elevore. So Elevore, job, Elevore. Elevore and Imra are working their way around the sides of the room, checking for things, and at the same moment, they both come to a brick in the wall that's loose and triggers a secret Just another compartment. Brick in the wall? <laughs> All in all. Uh, in which you find a number of things. Okay. Which number? I like things. I'll tell you some numbers. 110 like numbers. is the number of gold pieces you find. Whoa! Uh, who is our bank? I always forget. It wasn't Elavor, was it? No, <laughs> no I'm doing it. <laughs> no, Aline, Aline's keeping track. I think Broldish may be the one actually carrying it. Okay. Use so, account it versus vault. 
<laughs> you also locate a uh, a gem, a cat's eye gem that you appraise at around Ooh. 70 gold pieces. Ooh. Take that, cats. Ooh. And uh, you also uh, find four spell scrolls. Hmm. Elevore, check these out. Or I guess Bellman. You I love spell too. scrolls. <laughs> So Which changes I. every time. Yeah. Years, I, I love spell scrolls. That nope, that's not right. Dan, that is Goblin Santa Claus. Don't do that voice scrolls. again, please. Dan, Dan that is. I, I say, that I is. say, like, I scrolls. love spell scrolls. No, this podcast is uh, over. Czar. I don't even know what's happening. All right, um, Dan. Have you ever seen the movie Split, starring Stan, Dan Morin? <laughs> <laughs> it's only eight minutes long. Dan and Stan Morin. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Bellamin, give me some, uh, you can give me Arcana roll for the whole lot there, but you shouldn't have too much trouble identifying the spell scrolls. Arcana. Your- That's a seven. <laughs> I'm pretty sure these are spells, he says. <laughs> they burst into flames in my hands. <laughs> um, uh, sp- Elevor could maybe look at them too. Yeah, Elevor, sure, why not? He did, he did find them. <laughs> Uh, he got a four. <laughs> wow. I concur with my friend Bellavin that these are fact right, spells. Hold on. Technically, Spurious is a magic user. He'll look at them. This is Arcana you want people to do? Sure. Yeah, I have a minus yeah. one to that, so I feel like Six. I do too. Six, I say. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm glad this is where we have our crappy Moron. rolls. Guys, I'm, I'm still a little confused by the whole situation. You're telling me these by are the whole scrolls? Ketchup thing. There's still ketchup in your eyes. I rolled a f- five, so that's a four, so I'm also not. I rolled a very... one, and mine's minus one, so I have all a zero. Right, so you're pretty sure these are all spells, but none right. of you have <laughs> any idea what have any to... of them do for the moment. Yeah, we may need to wait and uh-huh. look at these later. Yeah, when you take, right. a, when you take right. a rest, maybe you guys can check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, do you want to open that last door before we... Yeah, uh, well, yes. Androdite should uh, check it out first. I'm not going to step on any puppy toes. That sounds like it would be painful. Exactly. For everybody. Um, uh, that's a tw- 23. Yeah. Androdite just like walks into that room. It's a closet. It's empty. <laughs> Are there burns? She kind of gives, gives you a look like, really? It's Come a space closet. <laughs> Perception check for Bellamin. Yeah. That's, oh, oh my God. That's a critical 20. Oh critical yeah. You, natural 20. you scour that closet. Uh, you like check every stone because you saw Elavor and Imra find that that secret one before, mm-hmm. and you a couple times you think you have one, but no, there's nothing there. <laughs> they they just happen to be loose bricks. Just happen to be loose bricks, and you're like, I'm putting them in there's my. There's more ba- dirt behind I'm, this. <laughs> I'm putting them in my bag as like this has to be a clue for something. <laughs> and as Bellamin loads his bag up with bricks, and you leave behind the library in which you <laughs> murdered a succubus who, frankly, had it coming, uh, you continue your way deeper into the Forge of Fury. Will you manage to locate uh, even more magical items that are bent on killing you, or other extra-dimensional fiends who might perhaps need your help? Who knows? All signs point to know. All signs point to know, and we'll have to wait until next time to find that out. So tune in on our next episode of Total Party Kill. We'll see you then. Mm